Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 111 of the 167 podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church. And as always, I'm here with my good friend, our media pastor for season three, Josh Harrell. Hey, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? It's going good. I've said that like 85 times. (laughs) I didn't start it at the beginning. You didn't. No. We are in our third season. I know. That's weird. Third year, third season. I don't know. Yeah, third season. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's crazy because... And I've said it multiple times on here, but I was telling Kara the other day, I was like, yeah, we thought we'd make it through a series and then it'd be done. And now we're on year three. I know. So it's, kind know. Of, it's, it's really neat. It is. And I, I look forward to it. I look forward to our time together and I look forward and I, I enjoy or I appreciate the feedback we get from people about the episodes. Yep. Um, so, but even if, even if, we like doing it. We wouldn't be here without our listeners because yeah. we wouldn't keep doing it. If no one was listening. <laughs> we just we wouldn't need the headset and the microphone. We could just chat. We could just chat. So we appreciate you listening <laughs> week sure. in and week out and listening to us say the same things almost every episode. <laughs> oh my goodness, you are correct on that. Um, so new year, new you. Yeah, new year, new you. Uh, yeah, I saw some. Oh, I'm not gonna remember now. I don't even try. I saw something funny about that, but I can't remember, so I won't even try. <laughs> Just forget it. Just forget I said anything. Did you make any New Year's resolutions? No. Revolutions? No, uh, no revolutions. No evolutions. Um, I'm not, like, opposed to them. I just didn't. I mean, actually, I guess when you say, did I make a... Re- I have made a pastoral, um, not resolution, but I have a word for us as a church for this year... And I'm going to talk about it this Sunday, but I'm also going to, we're going to talk about it a little bit today as well. So I think that's the closest thing to a resolution, I guess. Mm, that's cool. So I don't really have a personal yeah. one, but I do have like a, and it, it ends up being a personal one, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, that's kind of vague, but yeah, we'll get well, into it. Well, because it's our topic for the day, so yeah. you don't want to give it away too early. Yeah. What do you, did you, do you have a thing? No, like, me, me and Kara talked about it last night and she made some really good ones. Mm-hmm. And then when she said, what are yours? I'm like, I didn't make any. <laughs> New yeah. Year, same me. <laughs> New Year, same me. Yeah. I mean, I think we all have, I don't know. I, it, the psychology of resolutions is very interesting to me. Yeah. Um, because um, it really is nothing different except mm-hmm. how we've numbered or labeled the date and the time. But... It does have a psychological effect as far as like a, a refresh, a restart yeah. kind of thing. So, And honestly, for me, I feel like 2022 was a year of growth for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to add things on top of that mm. to kind of derail the track I'm on. Okay. Yeah, that's good. So I, so when I say New Year, say me, I want to keep on the trajectory that I'm, that mm-hmm. I'm on. Yeah. Because I've, I've grown in... Uh, the correct kind of confidence in myself and, and the work I do and, mm-hmm. and the I'm I'm doing better about uh separating my time between work and family yep. and, and trying to pour into being a better dad and better husband mm-hmm. and but also a better pastor at the same time and <laughs> and all that 
like I feel like I'm on the right track mm-hmm. for that. I think God is doing a lot of good work in me, and I don't want to derail that by sure. adding something. Let on me top throw of 14 it. more things on there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's kind of like hunker down on what I've already been working on. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I made some, um, you know, health health choices uh, towards the end of last year, which um, did pretty good on, and I want to continue doing those. Um, the holidays are really helpful with um, what you eat and stuff like that. Just kidding. Not at all. <laughs> but, um, I'm, you know, I'm working on those things. But, yeah, no no resolutions per se. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, um, what else? Anything exciting happened during – I mean – because we were even like in and out a lot over, you know, from Christmas Eve, post Christmas Eve until, you know, we even we even postponed our staff meeting until yesterday. We pushed it back a day just to kind of, you know, let yeah. everyone get settled in. But anything exciting? Oh, no, I mean honestly for me, <laughs> I'm still at that that I still I'm still at that parent age where I can't get much done mm-hmm. with my kids because Caroline is still so young. Yeah. Like, I'll try to sit down on my computer, and she'll, be like, <laughs> she'll like, try to either sit in between me and the mm-hmm. computer or sit on the computer. They're, they're basically like cats yes. when they're that age. Yes. <laughs> so she's like, give me some attention. And I'm like, okay. So what I've been – so I've just been basically playing all day <laughs> for, like, two weeks. <laughs> and then try to get a little bit of work done once Kara gets home. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yep, I remember those days for sure, for sure. What about you? Anything exciting? Just, you know, we moved and um, getting settled and, um, you know, yeah. I had game night with Drew at the house. Yes, the magic men were over to play games. I don't don't like that. I do. I'm going to continue to call you all that. But, yeah, there's a whole room dedicated to just games. So So if you see that listed on our community group page, it's cards. (laughs) You're You're not magic um, like you're not learning magic tricks or dancing. Well, Magic Men <laughs> is weird now because of Magic Mike. If you if that movie didn't exist, I it's wouldn't care. It's the sequel. It's the it's the prequel to. Um... <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't care about being called Magic Men if that movie didn't exist, and they and the fact that they have a new one coming out. Oh dear. Okay. Well, we so, won't promote that. Yeah. So. But, um. Yeah. New Year. New Year, same same inappropriate same comments us. that are just on the line. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, I guess let's. You want to jump in? Let's jump in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So okay, I and I shared this with uh, the staff uh, yesterday, and Josh suggested that um, I share it with with our listeners today, because it's a it's an extension of. Um, you know, what I want to talk about this Sunday, but not just this Sunday. It is something that, and I am very prayerful about this, and I will continue to be this week, that this is not just a one-off message or a one-off topic or a let's talk about it for a little bit and then it just kind of, kind of, you know, I don't know, just kind of drifts off into the sunset, if you will. Um, but I, I mentioned my my word for the year. And that's something I noticed. I've seen it pop up a lot, uh, you know, on people's, you know, posts and stuff, social media stuff about my word for the year or my, what I've, I've seen that more. I've noticed that more in the last couple of years than I have necessarily resolutions. I don't yeah. know if you've, no, you've noticed mm-hmm. that yeah. as well. And so I've seen that and, and that wasn't really a, uh, it didn't make me go, well, what's my word? But I noticed it at the same time that I was kind of mulling over, 
um, it's it's weird. I'm, I'm trying to set this up. Okay, so I have this word, and I'll go ahead and tell you the word. The word for the year, and it's a pastoral word for our church, is the word gather. Gather. Um, and the reason I, I, I kind of meandered to that word is because of another word. I'm going to talk about that Sunday in more depth. But it was because of my frustration with how how the church and the people of the church. Big C. Big C. And, and little yeah, C. Yeah. But it's not just a local. It's not just a local thing for sure. No, no, no. Because there's like Barna statistics and Pew Research and all that stuff. Pew, pew. I always think that one. Yeah, um, I, I, is, uh, I said it in my head. Um, is the scattered nature mm-hmm. of of Christians. Yes. The, the, the scatteredness of, and not just in Christians, but the scatteredness of people. And a lot of this, you could go into the COVID and and the, the lockdown and how that, I mean, you would, I mean, here we are three years later and we still see repercussions from, mm-hmm. you know, all that. Um, but so there was this uh, frustration with the scatteredness of the church and that frustration and that that word <laughs> scattered led me to the word gather because that is the solution mm-hmm. to scattered is to gather. gather. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah. So I want I wanted to share with y'all. Um, I want to read Psalm one twenty two, which you'll be glad to know is not a long psalm because it's 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 nine verses. Um, and I want to share it with you, and then and then I just want us to kind of go through a couple of of things that are apparent in this psalm because this is a psalm, as Eugene Peterson calls it, uh, how, how he said it was. It's a it's a song because that's what the psalms are. Yes, it's a song about a person who wants to be in the house of the Lord, um, who wants to worship God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and but I do want to make a little side comment there. Because in all this talking about gathering, it's not just a, you know, rah-rah, siskumba, you know, everybody come to church. You know, let's have a high attendance Sunday. This is That's not what this is about. No, and that's not what, and That's yeah. not what the Sunday message is going to be about. That's mm. not what this is about. That's not what the word for the year for our church about gathering. It's not about trying to increase numbers at all it is about the church and the people of the church intentionally doing what we see the people in the in the first century church doing which is that they gathered mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and and because of that gathering and the work of the holy spirit other people began to gather as yeah, well yeah and it and again it wasn't about i mean when you talk about first century church let's just be real we're not talking about hundreds and hundreds of people in one location. No. We're talking about people gathering to to hear the word, to be in fellowship, to, to share with one another. Um, but in the context of where we are in 2023, part of that, yes, is the coming together to celebrate and to be together in worship. But that is not the end-all, be-all of right. this. And I'm probably going to have to say that a lot um, mm-hmm. for us to make sure... We hear that and understand that. But anyway, so here is Psalm 122. I rejoiced with those who said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing in your gates, Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built like a city that is closely compacted together. 
That is where the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, to praise the name of the Lord according to the statute given to Israel. There stand the thrones for judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And then there's a prayer that's kind of inserted in here. And it says, may those who love you be secure. May there be peace within your walls and security within your citadels. For the sake of my family and friends, I will say, peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your prosperity. Um, so the significance of this psalm and, and, you know, unless you have the psalm like in front of you and you're reading it and looking at it, you might not have picked up on this. But the psalm begins and ends with the house of the Lord. It begins with the gathering of God's people, it, mm. it, the place where people gather to worship God. Um, and so what I, what I shared with the staff, because, you know, part of that is, you know, the leadership that we have and we... Um, you know, we have people that we have teams that serve with us and people that we're leading. Yeah. Um, we need to make sure we're, we're walking through this and we Mm -hmm, are processing mm -hmm. this and we are applying this to our areas of leadership. Um, is we talked about, okay, what does it, what does it look like to, to gather? What, what does it mean? What do we find from this Psalm? And one of the first things that you see is that there is an anticipation in gathering. There's an anticipation to get, there's a, there's a response, I guess, to the, the call to gather verse one right there. It says, I rejoiced with those who said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there is a, 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 uh, emotional response to, I'm going to gather with God's people, you know? And so we spent some time talking about, uh, the, checking our motives, Yeah. um, checking our motives, um, about, okay, why, why are we, why, why would we be excited about this? Well, okay, let's get down to not just how I'm going to see my friends. Cause that's mm-hmm. not, that's not the Jerusalem in, in the, in case of this Psalm, Jerusalem was important because that's where the temple was. Correct. So that's where people yep. gathered to worship. And the temple was important because that's where God met with his people. Mm-hmm. And so why was the, the author of this Psalm, um, most likely David, uh, glad to begin this journey. Um, actually, we're not sure if this one was David. Sorry. We this is one of the David. few. Psalms of Ascent. That, yes. Yeah. Thank you. I was confused. Um, why was the author of this psalm glad to start this journey? Because they were going to the house of the Lord. To be in the presence of God. God. <laughs> I yeah. mean, so, and that's where we talked about, like, this whole... Like, what's, what's my motive? What's, mm-hmm. what's my, um, response? Am I, do I rejoice about this? And, um, you know, I, th- I think there's a, a good question there to be asked mm-hmm. of us as individuals. Yeah. And yeah. being the, and then even in the end, it talks about seeking your prosperity, which means to be rich in the spirit, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. And yeah. like, so it's like, you go to get filled up. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You yeah. don't get paid. You yeah. don't. If you, don't you no, this isn't. Name it, claim it. This isn't a Joel Osteen thing. <laughs> oh, but goodness. but it's it's a it's about first like, episode season three. Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. All right, go but ahead. <laughs> you you go into the temple and you get rich in the spirit of God. Mm. Like you go to the presence of God mm-hmm. and you get recharged. Yeah. 
and yep. and like that to me that's one of the best things about coming in on on a sunday morning is mm-hmm. the recharge yeah yeah is the not not because it's a weekend day and i'm and i'm not at work you know yeah it's uh i'm coming into the house of god to worship my creator and to worship the one that loves me more than anyone else all mm-hmm. in existence mm-hmm. and to feel his love and to walk out of there full of his love to be ready to pour out on people yes yes Yes. And that's what this song says to me. Yeah. And I think, okay, so here's here's a, a point to make. As much as I, I want to reiterate that when we talk about gathering, it's not just about attendance and, and the Sunday uh, mm-hmm. worship experience. But when we talk about gather, it is very much also about coming and gathering together in the house of the Lord, because that's exactly what this is talking about. Yes. It's not saying we all love God and let's go meet at David's house. Mm-hmm. It's we came to the house of the Lord, the temple, the place where we know God is present. Now we live in a we live in the new covenant. We live in a time when the Holy Spirit is now imparted to all who believe. Yeah. So therefore, the presence of God is different than what we see in the Psalms. But even so, we are still called to to be together in worship, to come together in worship, which is why, um, you know, a passage like in Hebrews chapter ten. Um, Verse 25, it says, let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So there is this, let's, yes, let's gather. Yes, let's be together. Um, let's, let's come together and gather and worship the Lord. And, and, I, and I just want to throw this in too, uh, because, you know, there's one temple in Jerusalem in the world. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a small feat to go to the house of the Lord like it is for us. <laughs> right, right. You know, this was no small effort. Mm-hmm. And yeah. to be excited to make that huge effort to get there and to be in the presence of God mm-hmm. is a huge ask of someone in that time period. Yeah, yeah, to go on that, that yeah. journey of faith. And and so, yeah, so there is an anticipation of mm-hmm. gathering. There is a season of anticipation just to get to the, to the temple mm-hmm. because... Mm-hmm. Unless you lived in Jerusalem, it was a, <laughs> a couple-day travel, at yeah, least. Yeah, at, at best-case scenario yeah. for, for most. Yeah. Um, now, most of the believers, it had not really ex, um, you know, expanded at that time, but no. still. But yeah. Still. Yeah. The world, as, as they knew it, was, was smaller, but even mm-hmm. so. It was still a couple-day trek to yeah. the temple. Yeah, it's not like they jumped on a flight or something. Yep. Um, so there was an anticipation, or but there's drove also... to the nearest corner. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, there was a, that's very true, is there's also a sense of joy. Look at verse 2. The psalmist writes, Our feet are standing in your gates, O Jerusalem. I mean, it, this was, uh, the Good News translation says, And now we are actually standing inside the gates of Jerusalem. So, I mean, that's like an exclamation of, wow, we are here. Um, and really, when you look at that word standing, it's it's more of a standing in awe, standing still, uh, so full of just like you just stand there to take it all in, you know, like a, I mean, you can almost imagine like a, you know, a Grand Canyon type deal where you stand there and you're just like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. I am standing in the gates of Jerusalem, the city where God's presence, you know, like that's that understanding so yeah. I mean, there's an excitement there and this is when you yesterday made the analogy of everyone <laughs> posts their first picture of their disney trip passing under that giant arch yep. 
Yep. You know, on the highway. It's like, yep. oh, we've arrived. Yep. Which leads to the Psalm 104. Mm-hmm. And you shared that yesterday. Why don't you read it to us and then give us your little background on All that. All right. So Psalms 104 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Because thanks to him and praise his name. So the church I grew up was very missional from, mm-hmm. from my ages like 6 to 14. It was like, would spend a month on a like missions emphasis. Mm-hmm. Uh, bringing in missionaries that usually worked in the 1040 window. And if you don't know what that is, it's, uh, Christianity isn't accepted. And for a missionary to be there, they have to go under a pretense of some other occupation to get in there. And then they have to do everything they're doing literally in secret mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without the government finding out. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this psalm was put on the front door of our church because we can freely come into the house of God. Yep. And we can enter his court singing, and we don't have to be quiet, and we don't have to come under the skies of darkness to celebrate and rejoice Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. And this was almost, and this would typically be like our pre-service jam song. <laughs> yeah. Like, it would be our first song. And, you know, I always thought it was kind of, a, a get, okay, you want us to get excited because we're at church and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, you know, as an adult yep. coming yep. in here and <laughs> we get to do that, and yeah. and it's it's uh for like it, we can come in free of any judgment or persecution or anything like that it's a big deal mm-hmm. but then also it took another form of context for me when my grandfather passed mm. uh i was one of his pallbearers and they sang this song as we put him in his in a hearse mm. you know and so he's entering his gates with thanksgiving mm-hmm. and wow. uh that the hymn in the song is, He has made me glad, he has made me glad, I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Mm-hmm. And um, that hymn in, the, in uh, a moment of what ultimately is usually an event of sadness was, was mm-hmm. kind of flipped it on its head for me because um, my grandfather, uh, I never knew him healthy. Mm-hmm. And it was always dude, you just got to let go. <laughs> you know, you're suffering so much. Yeah. You don't get to have a relate. You don't really get to have a relationship with anybody. Mm-hmm. And so to so enter in with Thanksgiving it, and, praise. and praise of someone that I've never actually seen. Yeah. With jump. a new body, new, new yeah, lungs, new lungs, uh, not <laughs> on a breathing machine, not, mm. not on all this stuff. And yeah. it, it just changes the whole meaning of that song. Yeah. For me. Entering with thanksgiving, the gates with thanksgiving and his courts Courts with with praise. praise. Yeah. Give thanks to him and praise his name. And that's, you know, we talked about that, like how you enter, how we gather matters. Mm -hmm. Um, It shows our attitude towards God. It shows our attitude towards God's people. And that was a real check. You know, again, when we were talking about it with the staff, it was like, well, what's, what, how is our, what is our mindset? What, how have we prepared for the day for a Sunday? And spe- specifically, we were talking about how do we prepare to come together on Sunday mm-hmm. and praise his name and, mm-hmm. um, and, and really, you know, kind of check our, uh, our mindset, our motives, you know, our attitudes and, and be like, no, we, we, we get to enter in like yeah. what an anticipatory type attitude that we have joy mm-hmm. that we have, um, how you how you enter matters, and I would say that. So for 
um, for the listener who is maybe a maybe you're a serve team leader or on a serve team, you know, um, you have a responsibility on a Sunday besides just coming to church with, you know, your family or on your own, um, how you enter matters, how Mm -hmm. you choose to show up matters. You get to come into the house of the Lord and praise his name. And, you know, I want to, I want to encourage that, you know, we're going to have a, our equip meeting on Sunday with all of our serve teams and those people who are interested in being on a serve team. And that's something that I definitely want to, will share. Um, so some of you will get to hear this twice. Yep. Um, not all of this, but just this part is like you, you, we get to do this. Like, so what is the mindset? How you gather matters, how you gather matters. Um, and, there's this whole here's another part of gathering that I, I wanted to mention from based off of of um of this psalm of Psalm 122. Um in verses three and four it talks about Jerusalem is built like a city that is closely compacted together. That's where the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord to praise the name of the Lord according to the statute given to Israel. Um you know, when you think about that, so you talked about the effort it would take to get there, but when all the tribes gather there from different locations, different backgrounds, all these different places, different situations, they had a unity of purpose. Um, they weren't gathering going, well, I'm going to worship, you know, the God of so-and-so. Or, no, no, they were gathering to worship mm-hmm. God. Yes. Um, they all gathered together to praise the name of the Lord. And so there is, in the gathering, there's unity. Um, there's not... Uh, you know, side side things going on. There's a, in the gathering, we're in unity. This is what Romans chapter 12 says, verse 4 and 5. It says, this is one of my favorites, especially verse 5. Um, Just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ, we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, when you think about gathering, it's not even so much like, well, I know I should, so I probably will. It's a, no, I'm a part of the body, and so I am needed to gather. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really, and, and of course, that is in regard, I would say, as a, a local church mindset. But yes, also as the capital C, as a believer, we, we are part of the body of Christ. So there is a part to play, a role to play, a a uh, responsibility that we have as part of the body. Um, and again, I think that that comes into play as far as how we enter and why we are part of all of this. Um, you know, that unity of purpose, that unity of if I'm not gathered, then I am uh, neglecting the body. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a neglect uh, occurring there if we don't do that. So, um, so, so you think about this, so we gather with anticipation, we gather with joy, uh, we gather in unity. Of course, we also gather to, to hear from the Lord, to receive direction from 
God. And in Psalm 122, it talks about the judgment, the thrones for judgment, um, the thrones of the house of David. Um, you know, we hear the word judgment and we think like, oh no, I've done something wrong. So now the judgment down upon me kind of thing. And which can be true. Yeah. But in regard to this, you know, Jerusalem was, yes, it was a religious center, but it was also the political center for Israel. The laws were, they were intermingled. You didn't have a separation between political and religious in regard to Jerusalem. Um, so various judgments were handed down. Um, decisions were made. I mean, that's what you know. You think about when you talk about courts, like a decision was made. Um, it, and that's what that word means here. The word judgment is translated in this verse um, that means to make a decision. So the judge was to hand down decisions in accordance with God's word. Correct. Um, so it's like, this is what God's word says. So therefore, this is how we will act or respond. Mm-hmm. Um, Colossians 3.16, um, you want to read that for us? Let the word of Christ dwell in in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with with all wisdom and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. Yeah. So there's this this coming we want the word of God, the word of Christ to to be we want to learn from it. So it says to teach and admonish. So there are times when yes, the word will kind of go oof. I, I needed to hear that. Oof, yeah. That hurt a little bit. Um, but to receive the wisdom of God. I mean, so, oh, so, I, you know, that's what we, we want to gather with the expectation to learn, to hear from, to have direction from God and his word. And then there's just this whole aspect of prayer, um, which I really, um, you know, when you talk about do I have any personal resolutions and all that and I said no it's more pastoral but most definitely that that goes over flows over into my personal correct life yeah. and so that that the prayer is something that I am I'm 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 all I'm being more intentional about and praying specifically about specific things for our church and for the people of our church yes um and so, but in verse six of Psalm 122, it says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Uh, what Jerusalem was to the Israelite, the church is to the Christian. I mean, that's, you know, a lot of times when we read the Psalms or Old Testament, you know, we read things and we don't really know how to transpose them over into the New Testament or into this, the life that we are leaving living leading mm-hmm. as christians the church is god's people today the the church now um and so in acts 2 you know you you read about how in verse 42 they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and to fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer i mean this is all a gathered group of people right mm-hmm. all the believers were together and had everything in common uh, they broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts praising god and enjoying the favor of all the people and the Lord added to their number daily those who are being saved. Um, so there's this gathered. Mm-hmm. Okay, know. so me listening to that and being a listener, I would say a red flag for me was people sitting together that have all things in common. <laughs> yeah. Can can you expound upon that sure. a little bit? Because I feel like that gets misconstrued some. Yeah. So the commonality there was that the, was Jesus. Um, it, it was not, the implication was not that they all, um, you know, had the same interest and the same likes. And, and we have to remember that this is one of those verses that when you try to, when you do put it into context for even 2023, the, the, um, the options or choices for uh, you and I to be divided yeah. are endless. 
just you cannot they're innumerable that yeah. you really cannot put a number on them of how different me and yeah. you are yeah now that does not mean that there were not those some of these options back then but the, they were much smaller but the commonality was about jesus for a person to have their life completely turned right side up because of jesus Many of the things that divided prior to were no longer important. Mm-hmm. Um, following Jesus is number one. This is a challenge and a message for all of us today because we most definitely live in a time where we say, I'm a Christian and. Yes. I'm a Christian and here's my political party. I'm a Christian and this is. Um, how I'm going to parent my children. I'm a Christian and this is what I'm going to do with my resources. Um, and we put ourselves into categories and we put other people into categories and then we become adversaries instead of brothers and sisters. Yeah. And so the gatheredness, I mean, one of the reasons that we are scattered the way that we are today is because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've lost the reason for why we should gather mm-hmm. versus just, oh, I'm supposed to gather because that's what I'm supposed to do. I mean, that's what grandma told me to do. Or no, Jesus. I mean, so you look at these, the first church, you look in Acts chapter 2, um, and, and Jesus took the first place. Jesus toppled over whatever people may have had as their their focus prior. Correct. Um, and so that is the model, and it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it will be. It will be until Christ returns. Oh, yeah. It, it will be. And it will be the longer that the earth is here and and humanity is on this earth it's going to get harder it will be more difficult because we are further and further away from the original intent of mm-hmm. our relationship with yeah. god um more and more and more will be in the way to distract us um for for us to devote ourselves to and we are uh you know in in I think it's First Corinthians. It talks about um, you know having undivided devotion to God. Yeah, and that's just um, that's a challenge. Yeah, and even the way you're talking about how we divide ourselves—that's for most people—that's a best case scenario because you listed Christian first. Oh well, Christian and political party, Christian and favorite sports team. You know, Christian. Yeah. Be- because honestly, whether we mean to mm, or not, you're right. Yep. The the things that you said second take primary, mm-hmm. and then the the Christianity has to fit into that mold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we're going to parent our children this way, and, and we uh, also attend a church. Yes, or you know we're a Christian. Yeah. or you know, uh, yeah. Uh, we make the decision based on other factors outside of what we're called to do is make decisions based on the Bible. Mm. So Jesus, like most time, Jesus isn't first. So how? So. Of course, we've lost the reason to gather mm-hmm. because it's it's not a priority. No, no. We we made and, so many other things priority, mm-hmm. and we've talked about this sure. numerous times. Yeah, and even with scripture, you know, as you said, um, we we go. This is what I this is what I believe first. Now let me find scripture to back it up. Exactly. And if I don't, then I'm just gonna then I'm going to talk about why I don't like that scripture. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna make a TikTok about it. <laughs> 
Um, so there's all of this is under the category of we gather to pray for the church. We need to pray. This is what the first century church, they prayed together. They, they shared their lives together. They, they cared for each other. Ephesians chapter four, verse three says, make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit. You asked, what does it mean to have everything in common? It didn't mean that there weren't differences. If there weren't, no differences in believers, then Ephesians 4 wouldn't need to be written, verse 3 through 6 anyway, because there wouldn't be a need to say make every effort to keep the uni- unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace, It because it would have just automatically happened. So obviously you have people. You have people who are fallible. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to have we have personalities and all these things, but it says make every effort to keep that unity. There is one body and one Spirit just as you were called to one hope when you were called, there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all, who is over all and through all and in all. That's the importance. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the importance. Um, That's the reason to gather. Yeah, yeah. Which leads easy into, to, we gather to seek the health and the well-being of the church. Um you know, verse nine says again. It's so it bookends this. This psalm is bookended with the house of the Lord. Verse nine says, "For the sake of the house of the Lord, I will seek your prosperity." And it's talking about I will seek. Um, this is talking about for for Israel, for the people of God. That's mm-hmm. who that was for. So you transpose that into the New Testament Christians, those who call on the name of Jesus, right? For the sake of the house of the Lord, why would you pray for the sake of the house unless there's the the possibility for the house of the Lord to be damaged or hurt or, you know, mm-hmm. not healthy. So when we talk about seeking, uh, for the sake of the house of the Lord, seeking your prosperity, to seek something requires intention and inquire, it requires effort. Um, so in the context of this psalm, it, it means especially to seek these things in prayer. I mean, that's, we, we come to the Lord, we, we seek the well-being of the church, and we do that in prayer. There are There are other ways of seeking the good of the church, of course, but... You know, I would, I definitely ask those of you who are listeners because, you know, we, we've said this a bazillion times, but you're people who are um, committed to the church, the Lord's church. Uh, I mean, we could talk about the local church, yes, but, but you, you want to grow in your faith and you want to be a part of the body of Christ. And so I know often we are just preaching to the choir when we do these episodes, but, um, Pray for your church daily. Pray for your church. If you happen to be someone who's listening to this and you're not a part of the Porch Community Church, pray for your church. And then I would add to that, pray for your pastor or pastors of your church. Pray for them. Um, Can I get an amen, Amen. (laughs) Um, Because... Just, we need the prayer. I'm oh, just yeah. not even going to go. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. But just, we need your, yeah. Pray for your church. Pray for your church. Seek the well-being of your church. And by doing so, you when you pray for your church and you pray for the pastors of your church and the leaders of your church, um, you are you are in the process of seeking the well-being. Because if, if you love God, we love God's people. And that, that means mm-hmm. the people of the church. Um, yeah. Were you going to say something there? Uh, no, just that <laughs> I need the prayer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know any if anyone says they don't need prayer they're they're lying or so misguided that they don't understand the power of prayer. Yeah. Yeah. So all all of this kind of rambling about well I hope it wasn't rambling. No. Psalm 122 wasn't rambling. I'm no. rambling but Psalm 22 is there. Um and the and the coinciding verses but 
we want to gather. We see the importance of gathering. We will gather. It will be a word that people will hear a lot. If you were tired of hearing about community, well... That's not going away. It's in the name. It's in the name. And so we gather in community. Yeah. And so we're going to keep doing that as well. And so. uh, one other thing about gather, you know, we've talked about it on basically a community and church level. Uh, you can also gather as a Christ follower because, mm-hmm. you know, we scatter ourselves too thin and we yep. need to bring rain everything in and reprioritize if Jesus isn't the number mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. So we need to gather ourselves and mm-hmm. take a look at everything we've got going on. Yeah, yeah. And I, you even mentioned that to the staff is like, are are you scattered in the way you're you're doing? Yeah, you're carrying out just your everyday life. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so, gather is even a charge to an individual to yes. see how scattered you are, and to see mm. the priorities of your life. Mm-hmm. So gather them up and reprioritize if necessary. Yeah, yeah. And They'll be, it'll be necessary. It will be necessary. I've got this image that I'm going to share on uh, at the Equip um, Leadership. Equip. Equip. I'm <laughs> at the Equip meeting on Sunday afternoon. And um, it's just, a, it's such a, a strong image uh, that I, I don't want to mention it now. And I'm trying, I'm going, should I, I don't know if I want to mention don't it Don't give Sunday. it away. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. Uh, my debate right now is: Do I share it Sunday morning in my message? I don't know if I will. I might use it as a follow up. Just we'll use it as a follow up. We'll but if yeah, you, if you want to see what the image important. is, join a serve team. Yeah, yeah. Come to the equip meeting uh, right after church on Sunday. Get a some some food. And Get equipped. Hang out. Be equipped. <laughs> equipped. All right. Anyway. Why are you saying it like that? Hey, so uh, everybody, thanks for being a part of this. Thanks for stepping into season three with us. And. Um, we look forward to uh, the coming year. and, and Yeah, if you God's thought we had in. a lot going on in 2022, you ain't seen nothing yet. Ain't seen nothing yet. Yep, we'll sing. Yep, yep. I, we got an event. Uh, we have our first uh, women's ministry event this month. Yeah. So, Give me s'more Jesus. Jesus. I, I love that. I, I know some people are like, what? I'm like, no, I like it. It's, I'm, it's cute. I'm punny. I like, I, I, like, I like things like that. I'm punny. You can put me in the penitentiary. Yeah. I'm a commodian. Uh, I'm the life of the potty. Didn't I already do all these already? We've done this on this podcast. Darn already. it. Dang yep. it. Okay. Sorry. Sorry for the language. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have women's ministry. Uh, our men's ministry is starting up. Tim yep. Feathers is going to be, is leading that. Um, excited. Nikki Tires leading. Nikki Tires leading our, our women's, women's ministry. ministry. Um, our community groups are kind of restarting up uh, here in the next next week, the eleventh, I believe, some or of, the week of. Some of them, the I think, are meeting this week. Yeah, if they didn't need childcare, they yeah, were they, they were yeah, trucking along. Yeah, I mean, ours are. My group was just like we're exhausted. We don't want to meet with our kids. We will meet later. We will yep. meet when they get to go somewhere. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, Journey weekend is coming uh, in February, which is yep. for our fifth through eighth graders. Um, just. It's Christianity 101. Ski trip yep. for our high schoolers, mm-hmm. middle yep. schoolers. Kristen of... has some great things in oh, store. Oh, yeah. They're doing The Chosen yeah. um, as their Sunday night like curriculum. And that's the, the movie Chosen or the show. show Chosen. So there's episodes. My goodness, it's powerful. If you have not watched The Chosen, watch it. Your it, family can watch it. It's good. It's powerful. It's oh, And it's not good for a Christian It is good. Film or TV. It's just good. It's good. It's good quality. Yeah. It's it's very good. From someone that doesn't like Christian media because of (laughs) you have to say it's good for Christian media, this is good for media. Yes. Yeah. 
it actually has a lot of buzz because of the quality that it is yeah. it's made in. It is like I, I'm not condoning shows like Game of Thrones and um, Yellowstone and stuff like that, but the quality of storytelling that are mm-hmm. in those shows, mm-hmm. Chosen is in the same conversation as the quality of storytelling in that show. Yeah, like it is, it is that world. I know, the world already exists, but it's a it's a world building show that it, it is right up there with those other shows. Like yeah, you understand everything that's going on of the entire situation that you're being placed in as the yeah. viewer. Yeah, it captures it captures the time and the 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 everything the the aspects of it. Yeah, I if you're looking for something to watch that is edifying and puts Jesus at, at but you know you you want to just kind of veg out like you know you're mm-hmm. used to sitting in front of the TV. Put the chosen as as an option, and and, and it's even told in a different uh, lens because it's not through Jesus's lens. This no, is done through the disciples' yeah, lens. Yeah, so it's really good. Yeah. Um, but our yeah. middle schoolers are doing that. Yeah, our middle schoolers are doing that, and then actually Kristen was asking parents to be like, "Hey, watch this with your middle schooler because they don't have quite enough time to finish every episode and it, talk it, can it be through." Long. So, um, yeah, so that that's really cool. So yeah, there's a lot of opportunities to gather that are in front of us and um when we're going to be doing um well anyway i, I don't want to say too much right now but I mean, shared. so is, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about 2023 yeah it's gonna uh, be good. i got to share this past sunday i got to share all the pictures of yes, 2022 that was cool and i was telling shannon was like this is the first time i, I really feel like i could do it because <laughs> we, full, we had a full year yeah like and the yeah, it was just really neat to finally see stuff that we'd planned in 2019 mm-hmm. finally start coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, it 2022 was like the first glimpse of what the Porch Community Church is going to be for yeah. the kingdom of God. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yep. That's good. I'm glad to be a part of it. Mm, me too. And listeners, we're glad you are a part of it, and we appreciate you very much. And uh, thanks for listening today, and we look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Thanks, Josh, as always. Thank you. All right, we'll see you guys later. See you, bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.